everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports News Update. Just one game of the NBA playoffs tonight, and it's after 9 p.m. The Denver Nuggets hosting the Portland Trailblazers. Nuggets four-point favorites in this ball game. Total 219.5. Denver leads the best-of-seven series one game to nothing. Golden State now the unanimous favorite, minus 190 to win the NBA championship after going up two to nothing in their best-of-seven against Houston. The NBA also rescinding Draymond Green and Nene Hilario's technical foul calls from Game 2 Tuesday night. NFL news, Raiders running back Isaiah Crowell out for the year with the torn Achilles. The five-year vet signed a one-year deal with the Raiders in March. However, Oakland drafted Alabama running back Josh Jacobs with a first-round pick in Thursday's draft. And just after that news, the Raiders have brought back Doug Martin, the muscle hamster, after Crowell's injury. He carried the ball 172 times for 723 yards and four touchdowns with the silver and black. Brad Marshaw looks like he's going to get off without any type of damage. Very lucky man. The Bruins antagonist will apparently not suffer disciplinary action after a punch to the back of Columbus defender Scott Harrington's head in Game 3 of their playoff tilt last night. Marchand avoided a penalty on the play as well, but has been suspended six times in his 10-year career, but it looks like he will not be paying a price this time around. We have two more games in the NHL playoffs tonight. Wednesday night, Islanders' desperate team right now at Carolina. The Canes minus 125 in this game. Total five. Carolina up two to nothing in the best of seven series. But their goaltender, Peter Morazic is going to be out tonight for game three versus the Isles. He hasn't been ruled out for game four yet. Curtis McElhaney gets the call this evening for the bunch of jerks. At 930, St. Louis is at the Dallas Stars. The Stars are minus 125. Total five. Blues lead the best of seven series two games to one. And St. Louis so far a perfect 4-0 on the road in the playoffs. The Sharks now the current Stanley Cup favorites on the betting board, sitting at plus 325 after going up two games to one on Colorado last night. Champions League soccer on the go right now. Barcelona and Liverpool in leg one of the semifinal. Barcelona leading 1-0 at the half. Lots of baseball action. Let's take a look at the board games in progress. Tampa Bay and Kansas City Royals hold on for a 3-2 win. Junis the win, Stanek the loss, and Ian Kennedy saving games for the Royals. He gets a save number two. Oakland and Boston. Boston up 7-3, top nine, two outs. Looks like they're going to get things done there. Pittsburgh and Texas. Pirates leading 4-2 in the top of seven. Yankees in Arizona scoreless in the bottom of the first. Next game on the board, 4-10. Game one of the double bill. We got Baltimore and the White Sox. White Sox minus uh, 185 here. Uh, Hess versus Rodone. Tampa Bay minus 225 at KC in game two of their doubleheader. This gets going at 445 Eastern. Snell and Sparkman, total eight. 640, Cubs in Seattle, pick them. Total eight and a half, Lester and Gonzalez. Then we have 705 baseball action. St. Louis and Washington, the Nationals, minus 165 over under eight. Mikolas and Scherzer. Detroit taking on Philadelphia. Phillies minus 230, total eight. Norris versus Nola. Pair at 7-10. We got the Indians minus 140 at Miami. Over under six and a half. Kluber and Smith. And Cincinnati taking on the Mets. Mets big favorites. Minus 210. Six and a half. Cano. Uh, he's back in the lineup for the Mets. Good news there after a hand injury. 7-20. San Diego and Atlanta. Braves minus 159. Quantrill and Freed. We have a pair at 740. Colorado and Milwaukee. Brew Crew minus 145. Total nine. Santella and Anderson. Game two of the double dip. White Sox in Baltimore. White Sox minus 158.5. Kashner versus Nova. Houston is a minus 140 favorite at Minnesota tonight. Over under 9. McHugh versus Perez. 945. Dodgers minus 145. Taking on the San Francisco Giants. Over under 7. Ryu versus Bumgarner. And we have Toronto and the Angels tonight. Angels, small favorites, minus 120. 8.5. The Red Hot Marcus Stroman versus Pena. 
pole positions out for the Churchill Downs Kentucky Derby. Omaha Beach still the favorite, but now plus 450, he is going to break from gate number 12. Guys, stick around. It's Wednesday. It's always a lot of fun here on Red Heat and Rage. we got gambling talk. Super cappers Mark Lawrence and Gamblu stop by to join the show. I'm Cam Stewart and Gabe Morenci host Red Heat and Rage. It's coming up next. Stick around, everybody. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Radio has begun. Madison Sports Radio Network. iHeart Radio. I am Gabriel Morenci. Throwing it down. A countdown to the Kentucky Derby is on the 145th running for the roses uh, mark lawrence will step up and in and uh, mark knows his uh, ponies as does the raging redhead cam stewart cameron what's going on uh, not much Marancy. just watching a little afternoon baseball right now red Sox in oakland looks like the red Sox uh taking care of business right now starting to heat up oakland coming back down to earth and uh I got to tell you, it was actually a good start to baseball today, Gabe. I needed it. Took a shot with the Royals again. I'm a glutton for punishment, but we got it done. A 3-2 to two win as plus 135 dogs against the race. More afternoon ball, buddy. Hopefully it goes our way. I thought you would uh, I thought you'd give it up on baseball. Never give up, Gabe. Never, never, never. No one likes a quitter. Nobody likes a quitter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scared, scared <laughs> buddy never wins. Gr- got to keep on grinding. It's a, Just because you have a bad week or whatever, you can't totally quit. But eventually you got to wave the flag. But so far, uh, nice little grind back. But uh, it's a lot of work, Gabe. You know baseball. The ups and downs, the ebbs and flows, a uh, crazy game. Yeah, there's a saying that the scared money never wins. But uh, True. I, I like to counter with that. Uh, neither does stupid money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent point. And uh, uh, if you're not here, if you didn't hear the update, Barcelona up one to nothing in a game, Gabe, we bet on Barcelona. I took uh, your advice and uh, Julio's advice and a good start for Barcelona up one to nothing on Liverpool. They are at the half Champions League action. I am aware. I am uh, actually watching it um, uh, right now. Second half is just about to begin. So it'll add a little, uh, little flavor uh, to the program as uh, I did put my money where my mouth uh, was. I went to the book. Uh, right before uh, this game uh, today, and I'll tell the story about uh, my Uber drivers are getting shadier and shadier on a, on a um, daily basis. But I grabbed uh, Barcelona, and I sort of copped out, Cam. I didn't want to wait until June 1st. It was just a little long, uh, but they had a prop up that I did like. So instead of laying plus 150 for them to win it all, I bet minus 144 that they advance against Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. And they play yeah. again next Tuesday. Correct. Yep. Right? And so it's a one-week bet. You know, it takes a little edge off this game a little bit, but not really because this is on their home pitch, so they've got to get some goals here mm-hmm. and get it done. But so uh, I dropped uh, a buck 50 on that one Ooh. on Barcelona to advance. See, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm trying. I'm trying to ease into the future pool here, Kev. Trust me, Gabe. And, the um, futures is where you want to dip. It is. It doesn't seem like the right place, but I'm telling you, like, even with Columbus last night, think about it, right? They go up 2-1 to one in that series. I'm down 2-1 to one with Dallas. I don't have a dick, dick around with Dallas. Just hope that they win tonight and we'll get a good number again. I'm telling you, you'll do the same thing with the Raptors. It's hard to do, but it's a disciplined, smart approach, and we got to do more of it, buddy. It's a real important thing to do. I did take Barcelona. Uh, to win today uh, as well. 
at yeah, uh, minus 120. The over two and a half is not looking good, and I never win when I bet soccer overs, but I often lose when I bet soccer unders. <laughs> it's funny how that works out. Uh, yeah, yeah, funny how that works out. Um, oh, here's Liverpool pressing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh, big save, Barcelona. Perfect. That's the Speaking of the Raptors, hear. uh, you are right. Um, you know, I'm gonna probably gonna end up playing them tomorrow because you know they gotta they gotta at least split in Philadelphia right now. That's sort of what I'm expecting. But I figured, you know what? As as you did, I just jumped in and uh, took the Raptors uh, in the in the series. What are now, they? Yesterday it was minus 160. I got minus 174 here. Two hundred fifty dollars pays three hundred and ninety three dollars and seventy five cents. So this is why I don't just have to sweat out points, Fred. Yeah, just win exactly. your damn series. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Uh, I have to say uh, we're 0 for 1 so far uh, here with the song. Come on, come on, get a little yeah, piece uh, of my bed, won't you? The uh, Woodstock uh, 50th anniversary had to be shut down because it sucked so hard. <laughs> like, you can't have Woodstock and have Miley Cyrus and Jay-Z as your headliner. It's not, it's not Excellent point. It's like, not Woodstock. It's like the MTV Music Awards. <laughs> That's Woodstock. so good. Yeah, Woodstock. Woodstock. Miley Cyrus. Sorry, yeah, Miley yeah, Cyrus. Yeah. Jay-Z. Yeah, like, not really kind of like Woodstock-ish, is it? Like, like Justin so Timberlake. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. this is going to work out well. It worked out so well, the Japanese banking firm pulled the plug. They're like, yeah, we're out. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah we're, we're out. All right. Uh, let's bring uh, let's bring in uh, Mark Lawrence. Uh, well, yeah, Mark wasn't at Woodstock. He was capping games. That's right. What up, Mark? No, but I wish I were at Woodstock. I kind of grew up in that era, and uh, you know, big my Jesus mother was Joplin. there. Oh, really? No kidding, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I went to the uh, the first, the first, the twenty fifth Woodstock anniversary, actually, which it was sort of like for real, because you know, it wasn't, oh, you know, it was commercialized, but it was the first time it was commercialized, at least. And I actually went back. Uh, my mother wanted to go again. I actually went. And it was pre- pretty cool. That's like when Green Day uh, became well, big. Yeah, yeah. Nine Inch Tails yeah. in the Mud and uh, Cheryl Crow. It was pretty good bill, actually. Like, they were actually cool artists. Like, Metallica headlined one of the nights with Aerosmith and Nine Inch Nails. So there's nothing wrong with that. Nine Inch Nails, Metallica, and Aerosmith. It's a good way to spend a Saturday night. <laughs> Yeah, I would say that sounds like a great way to spend a Saturday night. Uh, uh, but like I said, I'm a, I was a big Janis Joplin fan back in the day. Loved her and uh, all that music, the San Francisco, uh, hate Asbury music and what was going on, all the love around the world. It was good stuff. All right, Mark Lawrence uh, with us. You know, Mark, I'm right down the street from uh, Frank Sinatra's uh, birthplace, Hoboken, New Jersey. 
Really? Yeah, wow. No kidding. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Historic Hoboken. Also, the birthplace well, of baseball. They got a statue? They got a statue there, Gabe? I don't know. It's a statue, dude. I, it's a statue or a plaque. I think I took a picture one time, but I was literally so drunk, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> could be a plaque, could be a statue. Yeah, I'm like, like yeah, like a, a birthplace of Frank or something, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I always get it confused with the birth. Like, <laughs> every time I'm in... I walk past them always like, I'm like, oh, man, I wonder where that baseball stadium was. Like the first ever baseball, like the first ever baseball game was in Hoboken, New Jersey. And then like all the time, I'm like, oh, yeah, you've seen it like five times. It's right there. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm getting uh, my memory starting to get uh, burnt a little bit. Fortunately, I still have room for the database, Mark. It's, it's just numbers now. You know what I mean? That's all it is is the database in my world these days, Gabe. Uh, <laughs> you know, putting that magazine together right now and just pouring through it like unbelievable. We're going through all the uh, W42 weight oil pump, keeping that well-oiled database machine going. So looking forward to pumping this magazine out for football season. Yeah, it never ends uh, when you're talking about football. All right, so let's get into the basketball. Uh, Mark, um, there's a, a dangerous, uh, dangerous kick for uh, Liverpool right now. So as far as basketball tonight, the, uh, the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers, they played four times this year uh, in a regular season, and all four games sailed over the number, Mark. They got into, like, the mid-200s, um, the mid-220s, excuse me, the mid-220s. Like, they, you know, the totals were, like, 219.5 to get to 229, 226, 227, et cetera. Game one, it opened at 216.5. It came down to 215. I bet the over... Sales over the number gets there. Uh, the you know the the over cash is, the books adjusted, and you know Cam should be an odds maker because uh, I remember your exact words, Cam. You said you know this number should be like you know I figured it'd be like two nineteen and a half or something exactly, like that. Exactly. And that's exactly yeah. what they're dealing tonight. Uh, but they're not scaring me off, Mark. I mean, five straight times these two teams have played to the over. It's not like either team really wants to slow it down. They're both better when they're when they're running and gunning. So it's not a case where it's like a tug of war for pace. They both want to play pretty quick. Like you say, neither team really arrived to this point in the playoffs game because of their defense. Uh, you know, they're pretty good offensive basketball teams to begin the season with. And when they played the first game Monday, when they played like 234 or five points total. So uh, it probably fits like a glove. Once again, looking to the over here tonight. What what about uh, what about the Nuggets though? So there's no sort of zigzag uh, effect here. One thing the Nuggets have owned these guys. I think Mark they've now won seven of the last nine times. I think it was six and two. They won three or four this year, and the one game they didn't win, Jokic and, um, and Jamal Murray uh, didn't play in those games. They clearly match up. They're just a deeper team. They're a better team than Portland. But, you know, Portland's going to be a desperate team tonight, scratching and clawing. Is there anything in the database as far as, you know, it's not a zigzag uh, effect here. Anything in the database coming off a of game one cover? Well, coming off uh, like Denver did a game one cover has not been good to home teams in game two. You know, the zigzag works perhaps best in this particular role, fading teams in uh, game two home favorites off of a winning cover in game one. Slight advantage to Portland in that sense in this basketball game. But personally, you ask me, 
I think this is one of the toughest games to handicap on the card here. I wouldn't be surprised if either team wins this game comfortably. My problem is I just don't know which team is going to win comfortably. I'm not getting to the game at all tonight. I think it's going to end up setting the table for what could be an interesting game three matchup back up at Portland. I like your I like the breakdown. <laughs> Somebody's going to win this game tonight. I just it's don't true. know who. <laughs> I couldn't be one. any more honest, Gabe. <laughs> you, you know, funny, Cap, I, that is honest. I was at Denver early, Cap. It's tough. I didn't play it. It's tough. I was all over yep. Denver in Smart. game one. I like Denver to win the series. Yep. I was at the book today, and I was like, yeah, I could just see Lillard going off. It's going to be a stress job. I think it goes over again, so that's all I played. I bet the over. Discipline, buddy. Discipline. No, that's the thing. Like, I like Denver the way you said it, Gabe. They own Portland. It's also, I look, at, I look at the way the lines are set. It almost feels like a bait line at four. They did really, really well in the first game. They neutralized the Blazers. They played great. And you'd think this line would be kind of like the line last night, five and a half or whatever. Four, Mark, does it look a little bit short on, on four? It looks like they're almost kind of say, hey, Denver, if they win, you know, they got oh, four looks pretty easy when you get into fouls at the end of the game. But Golden State covered by one last night. It seems really short to me, Mark. Well, you know, the number is basically where it was the first game, so there hasn't been a lot of adjustment, a zigzag adjustment per se, if you will, which is giving a lot of credit to Denver in the basketball game because they would know that mainly right out of the gate, uh, if a game was four last and they win in cover, they should probably be opening up at three or fewer, three or less, and uh, it's not doing that. So, you know, there is support for Denver here in this contest here, and, uh, you know, it could well be just the fact that Portland had a pretty good basketball season but sort of tends to get lost on the road uh, away from home regular season and especially in the postseason. They're not a very good postseason road team. Uh, Mark, a ticket that I played earlier in the day at the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook, I took the Toronto Raptors in the series. Um, and it was minus 174 at you know, yesterday I saw it. Well, I saw it on FanDuel at minus 160, sort of immediately following the game when they lost the other night. But I guess it's been bad up. So when I got there today, it was minus 174. I wasn't going to uh, abandon it. Uh, and I didn't love the number, actually. But to be honest, I'm looking right now at Bet365, uh, which is a reputable book. And they're dealing Toronto Raptors to win the series minus 220. Minus yes. 220. Wow. Raptors laying a point tomorrow, Mark. What do you think of the Raptors and Sixers series? I like the Toronto Raptors side of the basketball game. I don't like where they've said that it's price. Uh, they're giving no respect to Philadelphia whatsoever. Uh, you're still talking, uh, in truth, in Philadelphia, the number three seed against the number two seed. And what you're talking also about here is a team that uh, has played some pretty good basketball at home. Uh, it's all about the situation in the setup, the fact that Toronto laid the egg at home as a favorite. And they know, as well as anybody in my database will confirm this, that teams who open up game one at home and win, they dump in game two as a favorite. Their game plan, obviously, is the next two games on the road is to get that home win back. And uh, generally, it starts with game one. So that's where the handicap and that's where the odds makers adjust. So I'm a little bit surprised at the line, but I do like Toronto in the game. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. We'll hit the Houston Rockets. 
from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Barcelona just uh, came close to scoring. A wasted opportunity uh, for Barcelona. Still 1-0 uh, right now in Champions League uh, play, Champions League semifinal uh, aggregate uh, play right now, although it is a corner kick for Barcelona. They are in the 63rd uh, minute and a half, 63-30 uh, to be exact uh, right now. Big, uh, big corner kick uh, in Spain, and the kick is up. And uh, the header misses. So uh, we'll keep our eye on this. All right, uh, Mark. So the uh, Houston Rockets, a lot of people thought the Rockets could give uh, the Warriors all they can handle. And they played them extremely competitively. The games have been competitive, uh, but Golden State have just been, you know, better. Harden really hasn't gotten really going. You know, he still scores 30 points a game, but... He hasn't really gotten going. They've done a good job uh, with him. Yet, I you know, call me crazy, Mark. I don't think the Rockets are done yet. They're going back home. I think they're going to win game three here. What was your initial take on the number? What I see is at minus four. I think the Rockets will win at home. Nothing really went their way in the first two games. They got screwed over by the refs in game one. Um, it was almost like karma got them, the basketball gods, for them bitching so much. Then Harden gets hit in the face. I think he overreacted a little bit, but... Ooh, I can't see. I can't see. Um, I think they'll be better once they're back home, Mark. What's your take? Best team in the NBA since the All-Star game, All-Star break, the Houston Rockets, both straight up into the spread, so playing really good basketball up until this series. A couple of tough losses that you know could have gone their way but didn't. Uh, bottom line to me in this game, though, Gabe, is that uh, you take a look at Golden State. They've just dominated Houston in the role of an underdog. They've been, go back and look the last nine times that Golden State's taken points. They've won seven of those games straight up on the scoreboard. Uh, I think the pressure ends up being solely on Houston in this contest here. Uh, so much was expected from them heading into this series. They're coming up a little bit short coming in here. Uh, I would be surprised if Golden State does no worse than split these two games out at Houston here, but uh, that being the case, I'll probably be on the dog two times in the in the series when they go to Houston here with the Golden State Warriors. On the dog. Yeah. <laughs> hard to pass up the Warriors getting points. I get it. It is. I get it. Very hard. Listen, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting future crazy. I'm looking at the uh, the Rockets uh, plus 500, but down two games to none. You'd figure against Golden State. I mean, Golden State were like only minus 330 to win the damn series to begin with, or they were, that's what the number was. I mean, now... Yeah, you're only getting plus 500, and you're down two games. I'm surprised it's not a little higher. You know, give me the Rockets plus 750. Yep. I Am agree. I and, uh, I... sorry, 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 Mark. Yeah, 13 to 1 for Rockets, including uh, NBA championship now, Gabe. And Golden State minus a buck 90 delay. That's a lot. What, for the championship? Yeah, yeah for the championship, yeah. Rockets are yeah, 13 I'm, now. I'm talking for the series. Oh, yeah, a series you still want more, too. I agree 100%. You're not getting enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking, Ideally, I'm what you'd want in a series. 
ideally, guys, I think what you'd want in this series would be Golden State to be down two games to yes. zip and end up playing them to come back and win the series, you know, where you're going to end up getting them uh, even or, you know, a plus uh, in a situation like that. But uh, it's difficult to make a case for Houston down 0-2. I don't think uh, as a $5 dog is enough right now. I don't think it is. Boston and Milwaukee, this one's going back and forth. I thought Boston was a nice play. And, you know, I should have been playing the market like you did last year, and you haven't done a past year's market where, you know, you get Boston were, were plus 235 before the series started. And then right. suddenly it was basically a pick em with Milwaukee. Now suddenly Boston's plus 175 again. Uh, yet they're going back home. And it'll be interesting. Let's say Boston win game three, and then the series price is gonna, it's going to just swing again. This one's going back and forth in the last couple of days, the numbers. Yeah, this series sort of has seven games, the look to it, written all over it. And uh, uh, right now, I don't know if there's any advantage as far as series playing goes, uh, just given the fact that they did split these two games out here. But I would be surprised if Milwaukee does not end up ultimately winning this series here. I know Boston's a real threat right now with everybody in the lineup. Uh, you know, with actually everybody, I'm saying Irving and uh, Haywood uh, being on their game and healthy right now. So, bottom line to me is I'm going to wait. There's a two-loss deficit in the series, and then see if I can make a case for that two-loss deficit team to come back and win the series. And if that ended up being Milwaukee, I'd be all over them like white on rice. All right, before we get to the baseball. <laughs> Uh, That's great. Well, quite unraveled. Can you guys believe this? Who just looking at the totals? We have four games, Gabe and Mark. Three games had the exact same total of two nineteen and a half. Portland, Denver, Milwaukee, <laughs> Boston, and Golden State, Houston, and the Raptors, Philadelphia is two sixteen and a half. That is nuts. I've never like usually there's one that's way over and under. That's crazy, eh, guys? That's pretty weird. Yeah, it's a little ironic, uh, especially given the fact that uh, Golden State opened up 222 and it went was bet down. On the flip side, Portland opens up 217.5 and was bet up. But uh, right now, as we speak, you're seeing 219.5. Obviously, we're not going to see that come game time, but uh, a little bit weird, if you will, three totals all identically the same. Yeah, sort of like the uh, New York Giants being a little weird and taking the last uh, their last three quarterbacks, uh, Senior Bowl, Senior Bowl, uh, Senior Bowl MVP quarterbacks. Um, they've drafted three times in a row. Um, well, I, that's okay, a good Mark. one, Gabe. I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Gettleman saw him play three possessions and knew he was his guy. Um, <laughs> three series. I'm dead serious. That was his. That's what he that's said. That's the best. Um, Kentucky Derby. So I was at the Meadowlands earlier today. And, you know, the Meadowlands, it's going to be a zoo there, I was thinking, on Saturday, man. They got live racing Saturday night at 7.15. And I was man, I was like, man, it's going to be a lot of people there on Saturday. And uh, they're ready, guys, because even in the parking lot cab, they're setting up uh, betting windows. Oh, beautiful. Like I Excellent. saw, like, they, they had workers around with little tents, and it said, bet here, bet teller. And, like, awesome. but all over the parking lot and stuff. So, like. Can't get into the room in time, you know, get the parking lot, lot 17, man. You get your bed, like, all over the place. It'll be a big day at the Meadowlands. Are you, do you go over to Gulfstream on Derby Day, Mark? You're going to watch at home, or do you go out to the, the track? I'm generally at Gulfstream. I will not be this Saturday just because of a situation at home. I have to get a new garage door and be there physically, so I'm a little bummed out about that. So I'll end up watching it on television, and that will, in the end, allow me a chance to do a little bit more work with the magazine. I'm glad. (laughs) It's funny. Garage garage door. door. I got a problem with my garage door, too, Gabe. It's an ongoing theme. Problems. 
So who do you like in a derby early, Mark? I'll put you on. I don't want to put you on the hot seat now for a lock, but yeah. since well, you I, did I crush believe, the Florida Derby, <laughs> yeah. I believe in uh, throwing out bad races for horses, especially when you can get prices in big races like this. And uh, I'm going to look at Code of Honor, the 13 horse, uh, 15 to one uh, opening line odds in this race here. The horse has got a lot of pedigree going back to the Breeders' Cup, and is a two-year-old, uh, and I see it. I have Code of Honor, Omaha Beach, Maximum Security, and, you know, people might not want to discard Maximum Security just because of the fact that uh, he had a cushy race to win the Florida Derby, but the bottom line is, my God, guys, if you looked at the fractions in the race, he was faster at every fraction of the race. You rarely ever, never see that, but he improved his speed all throughout every segment of the race, maximum security. So he's the real deal. I look for him to hit the board, but I've got code of honor in the upset. You know, Cam, maximum security is the only horse, guys, uh, in the race that's won every race he's been in. Um, he's a good horse. Real yeah, good. yeah. You know, Ranieri brought up a good point this morning that it was kind of a slow pace. Slower mm-hmm. pace at the Florida Derby, Mark and Camp. You think it affects that? And can you get it going? I like what you just said there, Mark. It looks like it will be rainy. So it looks like it's going to be sloppy track, which sort of leads into uh, Omaha Beach, who's actually the favorite, who won in the slop uh, in Arkansas. And uh, not to mention, guys, and Mark, you've been around a long time, I know, and I say that respectfully. <laughs> so, uh, so. <laughs> Uh, so, so me and Cam, but uh, I remember kind of in the old days, it was the kiss of death, man, if your horse was the favorite in the Kentucky Derby. Yep. Like the, the owners and the trainers, they didn't want to be the, the favorite in the Kentucky Derby. Yet, uh, Cam, you know, the last six Kentucky Derbies, guys, the favorite is one. Six Kentucky yep. Derbies in a row. That's and never that's happened nuts. before. It's the longest streak in Kentucky Derby history, 144 years. And think about and this, like, and you know, Mark, with the fields. Yes. Kentucky Derby, we got 12, we got 20 runners. Like, you go to Gulfstream, a big race, it's 12 to 14 runners with the traffic and whatever. That is unbelievable when you break yeah. it down in the database. Like, that's nuts. To, with 20 horses that they all com- combine, that, that's very, very improbable. Yeah, you're going to have to, uh, you got to have a good race uh, luck-wise, you know, not get in trouble. And it's very easy to get in trouble with that much traffic in the race. But you hit a good point there, Gabe, about Omaha Beach on the slop. It's going to be soup, they say, at Kentucky on Saturday. Uh, yeah, and we saw what he does on a real wet track. Uh, we saw it in the Arkansas Derby. We saw it when he broke his maiden and won by nine in slop as well. So if it ends up being sloppy like they're predicting, uh, you may end up seeing this horse go off a, a better favorite than he is right now. He's the slight favorite to begin with. Uh, if it ends up being sloppy, I think he'll be the solid favorite in the race. But uh, I'm all about looking for value, so I'm going to look to put him in the in the exotics, Omaha Beach. I really love the horse, but uh, value to me looks to, appears to be Code of Honor. Code of Honor. Uh, you know what? We've got uh, Kenny Rice going to join us later. Well, we spoke to him this morning. Uh, you'll enjoy it, uh, Cam. Kenny Rice, uh, of course. Um, wow. Uh, big, big NBC, wig. yeah, NBC horse analyst. Uh, knows his stuff, man. He was really banging his stuff off. He's going to be he's trackside. He's part of the crew. He said it's going to be muddy as hell, like you said, Mark. Soup. I like that. Mud oh. soup. Uh, so we got it. We got a minute or two left here, Cam. You got the baseball database. You want to throw anything at him? Yeah, it was actually really interesting when I was looking at the stats for this game there, Gabe. And uh, shocking to say that, but uh, uh, Madison Bumgarner, uh, I was on the, the Dodgers the other night, Mark. It worked out with a low price with Bueller and uh, 
your database in the coffee club, Madison Bumgarner, horrible stats, whereas uh, Ryu, sorry, sorry. on the other hand, no! has pretty good numbers. Barcelona. Yes, good <laughs> stuff. What about the uh, what about the Dodgers tonight? Ryu's got good numbers versus the Giants, Mark. Ryu's in great current form here, too, as well, guys. One of the best under-the-radar arms in baseball right now. I'm going to be on him against Bumgarner. I'll pick the Dodgers. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com. Check out the website, the coffee club, and can't wait for the the, uh, the football preview. Thanks, Mark. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Make it rain with Joe and Ranieri and Dane Martinez weekdays from 6 to 9. And then catch my buddy Gabe and Ranieri from 9 to 12 on the morning after right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. They get you caught up on all the night's previous action and prep you for the sports wagering day ahead. You can also watch the broadcast on YouTube or participate in the chat room or watch it on Periscope, Twitch TV, or countless other platforms. Be part of the show. Tune in for the entertainment, the knowledge, and for the extra money they'll be putting in your pockets. That's Make It Rain with Ranieri and Martinez. And then we got the morning after with Gabe and Ranieri, 9 to 12, right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. All right, the cam. So we're 2-0 right now. Barcelona up 2-0. Perfect. Perfect. 78th uh, minute. Uh, they nearly have scored a third uh, goal, uh, which nice. I would really like because I've got over two and a half as well. But I got a small play on the over two and a half. But uh, we got we got the Barcelona ticket to win today. Yep. We have the Barcelona ticket to advance. And now we're going to be up 2-0 uh, going to Liverpool uh, next week. And uh, we talked about it. You know, I thought I, w- I was getting a bad number, Cam, at minus 174. I was like, man, you know, and I'm going back again tomorrow. But I guess it's not that bad of a number at minus 174. I got minus 174 for the Raptors to win the series. 250 pace, 393. And um, minus 174, bet 365 right now, minus 220. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, sometimes when things uh, look that way, Gabe, too good to be true, but it's not. And you said I talked to my buddy who's a soccer guy. He's saying the line around minus 180, 200. It was really, really low. The thing about, want to know why? You know this. Liverpool's a popular global team. Hell, when I moved into my uh, uh, place in the laundry room, there's a big Liverpool sticker by the washer dryer. You will never walk alone. And this guy was a Polish guy, right? So I know a lot of Brits, too, that I have a couple beers with at the bar. A lot of Liverpool fans, more so than even the Chelsea fans. So I think a lot of Liverpool people, they get their suds and they like to throw it down on their favorite team. Very popular club. Yeah, they're one of the more popular teams uh, in the world. Uh, but DPL, yeah, they don't match up with the Liga. Nope. Or at least at least on the top end. You know, when it comes to this to this Champions League stuff, when's the last time a team from England's won? Um, come on, Forever. Barcelona, just punch, punch one more in. One more in. We need one more goal. <laughs> one more goal. Dude, one you said more it. Goal. No, it's true. And you need that cushion, too, because when you go back to Liverpool, they're going to be jacked up and get really aggressive if they're down uh, like 2 3 nothing on aggregate if they can get another goal. That would be a big-time goal, man. Huge. You know, exactly. And next week, the over will come into play more so because Liverpool will be screwed. They'll have no freaking yeah. choice. They're they going to have to open it up, right? And Barcelona will know, just punch it in. 
Looks like there's a very dangerous free kick coming up uh, from right outside the box uh, right now. Little, little, uh, little past the box. I don't know. Yeah, there's a kick coming up, but I see Suarez yelling at the ref. But he said Suarez yells at the ref more than James Harden does. All right, here comes uh, Messi. <laughs> All right, we'll get. How's uh, Harden's eyes doing last night? He looked he, like he smoked the good stuff last night, man. Those eyes were red, bleeding. Good thing eyelids. he's not a hot. Good thing he's not a hockey player. That's that true. I wouldn't last a shit. Oh, yeah. No, the best is too. And as the hockey story, when I went on with you in the morning with Ranieri, I find it hilarious. So, so Marshawn's not going to get any discipline. That's oh! one story. Oh, are you? Sh- oh. <laughs> I just can't believe that, though. This is why this guy, this is why, I want to get the volume up. This is why this guy, uh, that is, (laughs) holy F, man. Like, like, even the manager smiling, like, what what do you say about this guy? I'm telling you, Cam, I saw Pele play when I was a kid, man. Whatever, I was a dumb little kid, and Pele was an older dude playing for the Cosmos, but Messi's the best player I've ever seen play. Oh, yeah, he's amazing. Like, he really is. Like, he's like Wayne Gretzky, bro. You know what I mean? Like, Ronaldo, Ronaldo's like LeBron. Like, Ronaldo buries goals, but Ronaldo comes through at big times from, like, up close. You know what I'm saying? Like, Messi scores these freaking goals that are, like, the best soccer goals you've ever seen in your life. Like, he's like Michael Jordan, this guy. Like, uh, like this goal was sick, and we just won the over. Boom. Because of Messi. Perfect. Yeah, Barcelona. Viva España. I bet it on, uh, yeah, it was good. I got on uh, with Mr. Green there, too, and I had another account that I had uh, found a little bit of money on. I go, what do I like in the afternoon? Let's throw it on this soccer game. So, great start, Gabe. We needed this. Build what the a units. goal. <laughs> three, no, three nil, amazing. What a goal. Amazing. Wow. Oh, 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 Liverpool. Oh. Better not score. Oh, oh, some crazy shit, man. Damn, Liverpool had like an open net. They drilled it. Buddy, like defender on Barcelona. Barcelona don't screw around, bro. Like the defender, like took one for the team, stopped it. Then the nets open again. Buddy on Liverpool drilled it off the crossbar from like six feet out. <laughs> Excellent news. Excellent. We don't need them to get. We don't need them to get any goal, even three Here's to one, man. What when you go back, trust me, when you go back like, to Liverpool, that's like, different. Oh. Three to one. Yeah, off the off the goalpost, not crossbar. Away and that's goals. Mo Salah. Wide open net. That's one of the best players in the world, Mo Salah. Wide open net. He just put it off the crossbar. It's our day today, Cam. We're going to hit all the games today, buddy. Hope so. Hope so. And I'll tell you, man, uh, I just laughed at this Twitter that I saw, this tweet about, Oh, the Boston Bruins are going to take care of the action their way. Like, like what? So what are you going to do? What? They're going to slap Marshawn around, go, oh, be a better human being and whatever. This is absolute crap. You talked about it on the morning show. The fact that he didn't even get a game and they're like, oh, he didn't hit him hard enough. He still slapped the guy in the back of the head. You can't do that to somebody. He's such a dirtbag. That gets away with everything all the time, man. I know. It's unbelievable. It makes me sick. It is unbelievable. Like they say, oh, he's been suspended six times. He's, he's done like 90 things wrong over the years. I know. And the thing is, they're like, oh, well, it. it's not really hard enough. It's like, yeah, yeah it well, he hit the guy in the back of the head, man. And secondly, he's a repeat offender. And then Six thirdly, get this, you can't fight him. There's no fines in the playoffs. 
joke. He doesn't even get fined. Like, nothing happens. Nothing, 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 nothing. Look at It's not just, you know, people are all, you know, and I said earlier, if he was a lead player, he would have been suspended. He was. And it's true. We saw with Kadri. Um, but look, people are going to say, I'll give you the floor in a second. People are going to say, oh, we're biased because oh, you don't like the Bruin. That's what I've been getting all day. You don't no, like the Bruin, Francie. True. I don't true. like Marshawn either, I'll admit. But Kevin Allen luck. of the USA Today, Kevin Allen of the USA Today, he's not biased. He even said, he goes, it's out of control with this guy. He goes, like, he just does these things all the time because he gets away with it all the time. And if they don't do anything about it, I guarantee you, it's sort of like, watch, if Columbus hits someone in the back of the head, ooh. And now, I know. Yeah, now he'll be out there with his little rat face, his little smirk on the ice. Oh, I got away with it, guys. He's such a little shit face, this guy. He really he is, is, man. This is what I love, too. Listen to this one. The NHL will not be adding any supplemental discipline for Marshawn. But rest assured, the Bruins will deal with his antics. Oh, this yeah, what? The- they're going to buy him a beer. <laughs> exactly. With the licking episodes during 2018, this will be dealt with internally. What? Is this some kind of joke? Like, yeah, so they're, they're, oh yeah, the Bruins are going to do something about it. You're right, Marenzi. You know what they'll do? Slap them a high five and a cold one. Great work there, Brad. Keep up the good work. Like, are you kidding me? When I read that tweet, I'm like, is this some kind of bizarro world we're living in? Yeah, they'll, they'll take care of it. <laughs> I like, dude. Like, are you kidding I like me? It. I like what I read. They were like, wow, they wanted to find them. Yeah. Basically, they were like, listen, you know, listen, I said it's not a suspendable offense. But you you wanna you wanna suspend Kadri for the entire damn series, then we're obviously playing in a little new world here. Then that's a suspendable offense too. I gotta give him a game. And if he's a repeat offender, he's been suspended six effing times by the NHL. The guy has licked people and stuff. Like you know what oh, I mean? I he's like he's crossed that, yeah. the line many, many times. Yep. And I'm not alone in this. Kevin Allen, USA Today. Uh who's the guy that a TSN analyst there? Mike Johnson. Yeah, I like Mike Johnson. Uh, yeah, smart guy, Mike Canadian. Johnson. Yeah, exactly. So Mike Johnson, Arizona Coyote, too. Phoenix Coyote, whatever. Uh, oh. Yeah, so Johnson knows what he's talking about. Good guy. And uh, they said to him, I, 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 well, I usually don't see it, but I happen to see the clip online. And he was in the TSN studio, and they asked him, so is this a suspendable offense? And he goes, no. He goes, it's the playoffs. He goes, this stuff happens often. He goes, it's sleazy. It's dirty. He goes, it's, he goes, quite frankly, disgusting. And he goes, he goes, it's real greasy. He called it greasy. Yeah, I like greasy. He goes, it's not, he goes, but it's not a suspendable offense. And then she said to him, but should Brad Marchand be suspended? And he goes, yes. He said, and he called it out like it is. He goes, if this was just an average guy after a play, whatever, you're not getting suspended. He goes, when you have a guy that's done as much as this guy's done, and as much as he's been born, and he went off. Johnson said people in the NHL are sick of him. He's like, people are just sick of his antics. And he even brought up whether it's licking people, punching people in the back of the head. You know he slew foods people, Cam. He's a lowlife, this guy. He is. I'm mad at Sidney Crosby for helping him get good, bro. He's I not agree. even on your effing team. And Crosby, <laughs> you're watching him play hockey right now. Excellent point. And that's what the hell the you helping about- this guy for? I agree. I would never help him. Like the things he's done to the players that I've seen. You no, know, I did because uh, the, they were on team. He's Canada a menace together. to society. Yeah, they're from the same damn place. You know what? I don't care. You don't play on my team. You don't get help. And you brought up the best point this morning. We've been talking about it forever. Without the goons to set these little jerk offs straight, this stuff's going to happen again and again and again. So you know what, NHL? 
You made your bed. You don't want to bring up guys to shut them in the face with a punch. Well, this is going to happen. We're going to see more cheap shot artists and clown stuff like this, as we call greasy plays. Yeah, and enjoy it because you made your bed. Now you got to lie in it. This is all their fault. The fact they did they did nothing about it. It's a joke. They're only hurting themselves. Yeah, the Bruins are going to handle it internally. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Oh yeah, sure. What? What with a case of beer? Like, like handle it internally. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, they're going to punish him. But you, and you're going to see. You're going to see, man. Someone on Columbus is going to run him. I hope so. They're going to get a penalty, and Boston's going to score. And he's going to have that little smirk. It's just like, you know yeah, what's going to happen. It's like in baseball. You know what I mean? You're going to throw at the guy. I don't know who on Columbus is going to do it. Probably like Dubois, one of those guys. But I would love to see somebody cold cock him, like right <laughs> in the face. Like just straight up, like smash. And uh, supposedly. You get a penalty for it. Too bad. I don't know. Supposedly, uh, Cassidy is pissed off at him because he's so, basically pissed because he's like, you could get suspended. Like yeah. He told him that, like, you know, if you get suspended, you're re- we're really going to be pissed off about this. You know, they weren't happy. You know, I mean, yeah, they can't like it. Listen, I think he's less sleazy than he used to be. He's actually cleaned his act up a little bit because of repeated warnings from Boston. Like, can you know yeah. when you're upsetting the Bruins, you're crossing a line, Dan? <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure. But yeah, you said it though. The, popular, the Bruins, popular team. I just can't believe it, and I'm not just saying this as a as Leaf fan or whatever, because I am pretty fair, and I, I've I've been hard on the Leafs. I tell you, Gabe, they're soft, and they have a lot of things that they have to do. But yeah, we'll see what Bob yeah, has to say about the Bruins now. Yeah, uh, Bob loves the Bruins. That's that's what he does. That's his team. Yeah, Bobby Boss, Bob from Boston, BB. Yeah, Bob. Bob from Boston's on hold. We'll get to him. Uh, we'll get to him after the update. Hey, Gabe. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Bob from Boston. That's what Bob from. That's what Bob's known as now. He's not Bob from New York. Um, he's not. He's not new. He's not Vermont. He's Bob from Boston <laughs> from now on. Correct. Bobby Boston. Um, Big Merce is saying Dale Hunter, Ken Linsman, Essateekin in. You know what the difference was? Listen, Ken Linsman was a rat. I'm not just, that was his nickname. He was. They were all cheap. Yeah. Dale Hunter would still punch you in the face. He did some Dale, dirty Dale stuff. Dale Hunter would at least fight you. Yeah, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like Dale, Dale, Dale Hunter never licked anybody. He just sort Dale of punched Hunter was an equal opportunity goon, cheap shot artist. Like, he's not as bad as Marchand because he'd fight. Listen, I'm not going to, I'm not disputing it. Look, Claude Lemieux was a pretty dirty son dirty of a bitch, Dale. too. Yeah. And there's other guys, but Marshawn's just another, it's just, he's another, it's also that face that he has. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You can't deny it. It's true. It looks evil. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Stalker and betting. Stalker is like betting, and betting is like stalker, in which they're both a lot funner when you win. 
Like yeah, when I right. lose these Champions League Tuesday and Wednesday games, sometimes I'm like, why the hell did I just put 300 bucks on this soccer game? <laughs> Excellent point. Yeah, no, cause I it's have early flyers in the day, you know? That's yeah, the thing. It's early, it's early in the day. You're like, oh, my God, I could have done this. You know, I could have done that. That money could have gone here. Why am I playing afternoon games? Do I need to spice up my life in the afternoon? Well, it's great when you win because now you just made a great investment. It's like you don't, instead of doing a radio show, Gabe, you're a day trader at uh, Trade Quest and you made a couple calls and, wow, my, my hogs are up, uh, you know, $2.50. You know, great purchase with wheat. Hey, the cannabis well, stocks right. are through the roof. You know, your portfolio Look looks good today. Portfolio. Exactly right. And look, we had 100 on Barcelona and 50 on the over. So that's 150. Yep. Oh, oh, shit. They should have just scored again. And it actually counts, man. I don't know. Come on, bro. How the hell did you not score? Almost, they're in the 90s. Oh, they blew the whistle right before he was going to shoot. Are you kidding me? That goal could have counted, man. We got to play again next week. I know. Buddy on Barcelona was on a breakaway. He was about to bury it. And. I was like, what are you doing? Like, he sort of just lobbed it in, and they blew the whistle. Jerk off, final? referee. 3-0? Yeah, First day. That's okay. Good start. Good start. Um, yeah, Barca just running through these teams. Would they beat Man U 4-0? Yeah. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like, they just... I hate to, they, hate to say it. Just, Ajax, even if they beat Tottenham, Barcelona will murder them. Oh, yeah, but Ajax aren't beating these guys. It's just next-level stuff. Uh, they're yeah. rolling. Um, Great season yeah, for Ajax. So look, pretty good. So we had a 50 on the over, two and a half. Nice little the, the, the goal. 100 on Barcelona. That's 150. But then I, I played 150 on Barcelona to advance, too. That's correct. So somehow, even if there was a miracle next week, I'd break even. But now suddenly, Cam, you're right. That's what you call day trading. Day trading. Turning, uh, turning uh, 300 into 600 in seven days. That's the how you do it. That's how you roll. Smart you said, to I'm do tired that of this. I'm tired of 50 bucks here, 75 there. You don't get any. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Sometimes you got to swing for the fences like we do with those uh, series plays, yeah? You try to win like five, 600 bucks. That's the way to do it, buddy. Lots of baseball action this afternoon. Let's take a look at the scoreboard. Games in progress. Couple finals. Game one of the doubleheader. Tampa Bay at Kansas City. Royals hold on for a 3-2 to two win. Jake Junis, the win. Stanek, the loss. He gave up three runs all in the first inning. And Ian Kennedy, Mr. Kennedy with the save. His second of the season for the Royals. Oakland and Boston. Boston beat Oakland 7-3. to three. Watch out. Here come the Red Sox. They sweep away the A's. Game's in progress right now. We got the Pirates up 7-5 to five on uh, Texas right now, top of nine. New York Yankees and Arizona D-backs leading 3 to nothing. bottom four. Game one of the double dip. White Sox up on the Orioles, 1-0, to nothing, top of the third inning. Game two of Tampa Bay and Kansas City underway, and the Royals are up 1-0 to nothing in the bottom of two. Next game, 640. That's the next game up. Chicago Cubs at Seattle. Pick up total nine. 
Lester and Gonzalez. We got two more at 7.05. St. Louis takes on Washington. The Nationals minus 155 over under eight. Nicholas and Scherzer. Detroit at Philadelphia. Phillies minus 250. Total eight. Norris and Nola. Two more games at 7.10. The Indians minus 140 at Miami. Over under six and a half. Kluber and Smith. Cincinnati taking on the New York Mets. Mets big favorites. Minus 210. Good news for the Mets. The Robinson Cano. Back in action, he makes his return from a hand injury. 720, San Diego and Atlanta Braves, minus 150, over under 9, Quantrill and Freed. Here at 740, Colorado and Milwaukee, the Brew Crew, minus 145, total 9, Sansatella and Anderson. Baltimore and the White Sox, game 2 of the doubleheader later tonight. White Sox, minus 158.5, Kashner and Nova. Houston taking on Minnesota. The Astros minus 145 on the road over under nine. McEwen Perez Dodgers minus 150 at San Fran. Total seven. Ryu versus Bumgarner. And the last game of the night, Blue Jays and Angels. Angels, small favorites, 20 cent favorites, eight and a half Stroman versus Pena. One game in the NBA playoffs tonight after nine o'clock. The Denver Nuggets hosting the Portland Trailblazers. Nuggets, small four point favorites over under in this game, 219 and a half. Denver leads the best of seven series, one to nothing. Golden State now updated odds, minus 190 to win the NBA championship after they've gone up two to nothing in their series against the Houston Rockets. The NBA also rescinding Draymond Green and Nene's technical foul calls from game two. NFL news, Raiders running back Isaiah Crowell out for the year with a torn Achilles. The five-year vet signing a one-year deal with the Raiders in March, but whoever Oakland did draft Alabama running back Josh Jacobs with the first uh, round pick in Thursday's draft. But the Raiders just brought back Doug Martin today, too. He carried the ball 172 times for 723 yards and four touchdowns with the silver and black. As we mentioned, Champions League soccer, good day for us. This game, leg one of the semifinal is done. Barcelona with a 3-0 win over Liverpool. Good start to them. The next game back in Liverpool for leg two of that semifinal. Brad Marchand, well, it looks like he got off. The Bruins antagonist will not suffer disciplinary action after a punch to the back of Columbus defender Scott Harrington's head in game three. He avoided a penalty on the play as well. He's not going to pay the price. Two more games in the NHL playoffs tonight. Islanders and Carolina. Canes minus 125, total five. Carolina up two to nothing in the best of seven. Carolina goalie Morazic, he's out tonight. Curtis McElhaney will get the call for the bunch of jerks in net tonight, so should be an interesting game. Second game of the double bill, St. Louis and Dallas. The Stars minus 125, over under five. The Blues lead this best of seven, two games to one in St. Louis. So far, a perfect 4-0 on the road in the playoffs. They've been on fire. Sharks, after the new odds have been posted, they are the Stanley Cup uh, favorites right now to win the Cup, plus 325 for San Jose. They have a 2-1 lead on Colorado. Kentucky Derby, Omaha Beach, the favorite at plus 450. He breaks from gate 12. Hey, stick around, everybody. We got a whole lot of gambling talk. We got afternoon baseball. We just had a nice soccer game going. We got NHL playoffs and the NBA as well. With me and host Gabe Morency, it's Red Heat and Rage Radio, Hour 2, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Level two. Game time decisions. Ready for HR Radio Fantasy Sports Radio Network. iHeart now on YouTube uh, as well. I am Marenzi. Throw it down to Ranger Redhead, Cam Stewart. Uh, Kenny Rice joined us uh, earlier this morning. We'll get to that a little nice. bit. Uh, uh, nice later guess. on, Kenny yeah, we'll talk some. Uh, yeah, smart guy, Kentucky Derby talk. Uh, we broke it down. He knows the history. We're talking about the post positions. 
Uh, we'll go over that uh, some more throughout the week and get a little bit more in depth. But uh, we talked about it. This uh, Omaha Beach won the uh, Omaha Beach won the um, Arkansas Derby. Arkansas Derby, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the rain, and I think it's raced twice in the rain actually, and and won a couple of times. We'll, we'll get into that. Is there another horse? Let me get into the odds uh, here. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm sticking to my guns. I'm going maximum security. But Mark Lawrence is a smart guy, and uh, he likes like, code, code of honor. We'll take a long look at code of honor. I like that pick. He's. Uh, I, I'm trying to think because. You know there's going to be one horse at 20 to 25 to 1 or at least over 12 to 1 that's going to finish third or fourth, maybe second, and ruin those uh, superfectas that people that want to play strict chalk. It happens all the time, Gabe, and I know a lot of people are talking about Vacoma, but I think I understand where Mark is uh, going with that pick. I do like and I do respect his opinion. Country House is a really nice horse, but he's in the 20-hole. That's very, very tough for him. I, as I told you, I'm a big junior Alvarado They're all nice horses, Ken. They are. There are be- <laughs> they are beautiful horses. Tax, the number two horse, is good. It's a tough post position, too, but that horse is very, very, very dangerous as well. But you're right. It's 20-horse field. Anything could happen. But uh, if it does go to the slop, Omaha Omaha Beach looks pretty damn good. Ran- it runs good in the soup, as Mark says. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but it was last year, actually. Um We've been very good with the Derby, the, the Preakness, and the Belmont. But it was last year, Cam, between you and I, that we gave a winner in all of them. I remember, um, I think we both, I had the Derby. I think you had one of them. And we were both, yeah. we have, we both had the same one once. We, you know, whatever. Like, in the three you races. Too. I yeah, remember yeah, you hit between the, the three of us, yeah. You, you hit the Derby because you had Justify. I was wrong with the yeah. Derby. And then we came back strong. I remember I crushed the, the Preakness, and then we hit uh, the trifecta in the, exactly. in the Belmont. I had the I Derby. We were both right on, on the Belmont, and you got the Preakness. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Been a great, so, uh, yeah, a between, the, between me and Cam, we got all three right. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we can do it again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That would uh, be great. So here, oh, this, this is, uh, you know, I'm not effing around. Um, so here are the Derby horses with a history of success on uh, – on uh, sloppy and rainy tracks. War of Will raced on a sloppy track in his first start at Churchill Downs. Uh, Cruise to a five-length uh, triumph. By my standards, placed second on a sloppy track last year in his career debut, losing by four lengths at Churchill Downs. Uh, plus Q Parfait, placed second in the slop at the Kentucky Jockey Club stakes at Churchill Downs. These horses a little experience on this track already. Um, and then Omaha Beach, uh, of course. Omaha Beach, um, two months after breaking his maiden in a nine-length win on a sloppy track at Santa Anita, Omaha Beach uh, held off improbable in the stretch to capture the one million grade one Arkansas Derby uh, on a sloppy track over at Oakland. You know, Cam, I you know... I know it's not sexy picking a favorite. Omaha Beach is winning this race. It looks good. I, I have to. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking it a, real. Yeah, no, I'm taking a dog, but Omaha Beach is in all uh, my exactas yeah. and and, and at plus boxes. 400, it's not bad. The way I look at it is, I'm taking my maximum security at 10 to one, and I'm getting this guy a plus 400. If I was betting sports, I'd be happy if I hit a plus 400. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Crazy FanDuel's app right now. I see they have a promo camp for Thursday night's game. Yep. If you bet Kawhi Leonard, you bet Kawhi Leonard, the, the FanDuel have a prop. It's a real degenerate thing. I've actually never done it, but I've been I've considered it a few times. You Maybe I'll throw some Did they used to hang out the Flyers? Hey, we got a prop for you tonight, everybody. Gamblers, oh, yeah. well, this they, one? <laughs> that's called the odds boost. That's great. Yeah, they, they hand out flyers. Now they have it on the screen. It pops up. Odds boost. Odds and they boost. have it. Ooh, plus 550. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Sounds no, they have nice. this prop up for basketball games. Which player will score the first basket of the game? Okay. Yeah. And it, it's pretty hardcore, but you get, like, the star player for, like, plus 700 and stuff. Pretty it's, good. It's pretty random. Yeah. So I'm thinking, man, you take McCollum and Lillard. And plus, like, I'll show you the odds after, but. So they have this. So if you play, this is on only online. It sucks. Okay, you got to do it on the app, not at the book. So if you play the the prop, Kawhi Leonard to score the first basket of the game on uh, on Thursday night against the Sixers, they're gonna give you a dollar every time he scores a basket <laughs> for the rest of the night. Huh. Not bad. So like, look, you take your yeah, shot. So I'm just saying, 15, how does it work for bucks. foul shots? So I'm just saying, it's $25 bet. So you put 25 at like 5 to 1, 7 to 1. Yep. Uh, whatever, dude. He scores 30 points. You get 15 bucks back. But it, it's That's it's a nice. dollar for every point, not basket. It's a dollar every time he scores. Not bad. I don't know what the like fine what print they... is. Yeah, read the fine print. Well, what, what about, is it a free throw or is it a basket? That's <laughs> what I'm talking about, like. Say they're not giving you a dollar for the free throw. God, no. They're not going to give you a free throw to buck. No, no. It's got to be <laughs> strictly a basket. So what are you looking at? Yeah, you, yeah. Hey, it could be 10, no, 12 bucks, bad. whatever. So, hey, you know what? The way I look at life, Gabe, is nobody's given anything for free. If you can get something for 10 or 12 bucks free on top of it, it's not so bad. Here's Free's another good. one. $20, $25 parlay insurance. Yeah. No, right. don't do it. What? I play blackjack. You know what they told me? Never buy insurance. Never. I know. I'm saying, the, but basically, this is the deal that they have. I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but um, $25 parlay insurance. If your parlay doesn't hit, they'll give you until you twenty. You get your money back. Oh, okay. I'm listening. Not bad, actually. Yeah. That's no, not bad at all. <laughs> yeah, Different there's a little. There's, insurance. There's, 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 some, there, 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 there's some fine print here. Uh, place a parlay of four games or more. Oh, oh, I see, I see. <laughs> Only on the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Still uh, not bad, though. Not allowed to put more than minus 200 in the parlay. That's fair. 
I, I'm man, with them on that. Really I, detailed with this. Yeah, you're I, like I gotta you're, be you're, honest you're with you. Man. I'm on. Yeah, you can't put like there. minus twelve hundred, twelve hundred. No. Say I gave you my minus. money back. I lost. <laughs> yeah, you take a twenty point favorite on the money line. No, they're sitting there going, no, that's not happening. Sorry, I'm on. If I'm in the FanDuel boardroom, I agree. That's good. I am with FanDuel. Each, minus each individual leg in a parlay must have odds of no higher than minus 200. That, I think that's very fair. I, I'm on their side for that. I, I don't want to no take round the robins. side. No, no round robins. No. No round no. robins. No. no. Come on now. Wait, you think these guys are giving money away? They're a business. I want the book. I want the book. Like I, I want to walk into FanDuel and bitch at them that they don't have curling teasers. Like It still kills me. Can I get a three-and-a-half rock teaser? Yeah, Cam no, Sportsbook three. Casino is like, no, no, we deal like the biggest exotic is like one, one and a half. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, one and, and a half, half rocks. Like, I that's gave you three and a half rocks. That's like giving somebody, that's like an NFL teaser of 27 and a half points. Actually, even more, maybe like 32. Three and a half yeah. rocks is a lot of rocks, man. Well, three and a half rock teaser. Uh, <laughs> I remember we both lost on the same weekend once. We both had oh, uh, yeah. the stupid 17 and point you know teaser. You know what the funny thing was? Guess what t- team? Uh, what, what team screwed us that weekend too? It was the, the Rams, Rams, wasn't it? Yeah, when the they Rams, were bad. Just like in the they, Super they screw Bowl. us when they're bad, and they screw us when they're good. Exactly. We were on the Rams when they were crap, and they screwed us. Screw them. I remember, and me and Cam didn't even talk about it, but we both played an exotic, like plus seventeen point teaser. The last leg was Rams, and it was against the fuckings. And it was like the Rams were good. It was Jared Goff's rookie year there, Fisher's last year. It was one of these deals. It was like with the the Falcon minus seven and a half point road favorites, plus seventeen and uh, plus seventeen, we're getting plus twenty four and a half points. And they were down twenty one nothing three minutes. Yeah, in. yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, like right away. I think they lost like four forty one seven or something. Like it yeah, wasn't forty one. Yes, forty three ten or something. Yeah, we got smoked. like even even at plus seven and a half on a seventeen point teaser, we were never in it. <laughs> No, it wasn't close. Of All right. Let's bring in uh, Bob from Boston right now. Bob, E.B. Yeah, Bob. Hey, I'm uh, not Bob. from Boston. What are you talking about, Gabe? You sound like you're from Boston, even. That, that yeah, doesn't wow. sound like you're, ch- you're not even the You're not even the Toronto Maple Leaf there, you told me. Oh, no, it doesn't <laughs> right? matter. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not a Toronto Maple Leaf. Hey, uh, um, are you going to go All those first? years. It's all those right. years in Vermont, like uh, a lot, a lot of people from Boston and Vermont, and vice versa and stuff. It's all those yeah. years you start to sound like you're from Boston. No, no, I got, I still got my New York accent. They pick up on my accent every day. Who are you, uh, who Boston. you pulling for? The Boston Celtics or the Philadelphia 76ers? I'm going for the. I hate the Philadelphia Sixers. <laughs> Bob's a uh, Boston sports fan. Game. They're going for the Celtics. Yeah, right there. Yeah, you're going for the Celtics. Cam, are you going to cook us some dinner in your kitchen? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got I got a couple burgers in the bag there, Bob. Yeah, well, me and Gabe are getting hungry. You should cook us some food up for our money. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got? Yeah, let's see what you got. Saturday, I got four horses. I'm picking for four horses. What do you got, Bob? I love my ponies. You know that. I yeah, think yeah. Omaha Beach will win it. And then I'm taking Coda Honor. Yeah. And then Game Winner. And then, um, well, let's see. Hockey. That's Ram Rogers was. How do you spell that? Who? H A. 
Eight and nine. Who? That one. Which one? Who? It's what horse? Eight. The 11, 11 horse. The 11 horse? Like the, yeah. Hold on, Bob. Let's take a look here. That's, I can't pronounce it. Hideki? No, it's hockey. Oh, no, it's, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Haikal, like H-A-I, Haikal. Yeah, that's who I want. I like that. He always wins. He always seems to win. That's why I like that. Haikal, yeah, Haikal. Yeah, so that's going to be like, I think I can't bet the two, uh, what's it called, 240 on Saturday. They won't let you bet the 10 cent super. No, no, you got to you got to step it up, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, where, I know. Where you... that's what I'm gonna do. I'm going down to Connecticut. I'm gonna be all set for this. I'm telling you. Well, if you're all the way to Connecticut, win. you got to bet at least twenty bucks well, on the race or something. Like just put two. Yeah, bucks. right. That's definitely. I'm. Oh, I got money. I'm taking my money. I got my money going. I'm going. I like. All I right. one one time when I was down there, I won like four hundred all time. Pretty nice. The whole day. Yeah. I Sometimes I always add it sometimes and then don't go home with nothing. <laughs> That's yeah, we're, gambling. We've all been there, exactly. Oh, that was but, a Pepsi uh, burp, sorry. And then uh, the Islanders are going to win tonight. I like the Islanders. I got yeah. a small play on the Islanders tonight. Yeah, you, yeah it's you nice got, to see you I've got your New York tonight. roots. Yeah. Yeah, that's my, yeah, I love the Islanders. Yeah, hey, Island, Islanders it get was, it done it, tonight. It's Curtis McElhaney. Yep, I hope so. I'm praying. Hey, guys, that was the overtime. That overtime loss, that was hard to take. Tune in tomorrow morning, so Bob. We're going to have uh, we're gonna have Paul Bovey, a good uh, good friend of ours. Paul Bovey is going to be oh, in studio. Down game. Where's, I thought he was yeah. in, like, in Panama. Sorry. He's in New York right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, he's, he's from Toronto in, like you are? No, I'm from Montreal, Bob, but he's from uh, he's from uh, New York, actually. Since Bob took oh, the maple list, oh, told... I see, gotcha. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. All right, thanks. Hey, um... What's up, Yang? Ten seconds. I wanted to talk to Joe this morning, but I couldn't get on. Yeah, your call's in the morning, Bob. Call tomorrow morning. We'll get you on. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Let's rock here. Uh, anyway, Yang, I'm just checking my ear. We go. I got it. Baby, swing for the fences. Playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer user to win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament. Or become one of the countless number of people of won thousands and thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. You'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and the use of the same daily lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get a special 10% discount today. 
All right. Countdown to Kentucky Derby is on uh, right now. And uh, like I mentioned, Kenny Rice uh, joined us earlier uh, earlier today. We'll uh, we'll hear from Kenny. Some great breakdowns. For those of you that are going to be laying it down at 6 o'clock hour, we'll jump in. Uh, we'll uh, lay down the best bets of the night. Uh, get into some uh, DFS as well. And it's been a pretty good DFS uh, week for us so far this week. As as I stated, I started off with $9. I'm up to $79 uh, right now. Unfortunately, only one NBA game uh, this evening for DFS purposes. And then we got to get into uh, all that. Who's the captain? And uh, I hate that crap. Who's Who gets the crown? Who gets, you know... Uh, it's like it's it's there's so many different ways to approach it. I like the nice sort of two game slates. We'll get back after it tomorrow. But, you know, I'll, I'll roll the dice again tonight here, Cam. I'll take a shot. We've been rolling this week. DFS. So we'll uh, we'll take a look at the uh, the game tonight. Well, it's kind of like what you did, basically, is you bought penny stock. Right. And they're doing really, really well. Turning nine dollars into 70 something dollars. Just keep it up. That's, uh, you know, building and building and building. It's like, you know what I mean? You're buying. uh you're not, not buying the Apple stocks, Gabe. You're buying some small ones there, but they continually grow. The portfolio, sometimes you can make money betting penny stock. Well, here's the big one tonight here. $18 to enter. Ooh, steep. $18, $18 to enter. $400,000 in uh, in cash prizes. Nice. First place, $100,000. See, that's what we're talking about. That's uh, Second place, change some things. Second yep. place, 35. That'd be nice. Nice. Yeah, sure 20 would. for third. Fourth sure. place is 10,000. Fifth place is 4,000. Sixth place is 2,000. Seventh place is 1,500. Eighth and ninth is 1,000. And then tenth is uh, 750. But Top this, 10 is the would type be nice. of, this is the type of tournament that. Uh, this is the type of tournament that uh, Dinkmeyer and company are going to be uh, lurking in oh, with SJ Sharkey and company. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Eels and sharks. Seeing you're allowed Zap. to you're allowed Zap. to enter 150 times too. Oh, oh, it's one of those not limited to three three to five lineups. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that one. It's not worth it. Nope. Yeah, and here's another one. It's 12 bucks, but it's only ten thousand dollars in prizes. Nah, that one's not worth it either. Like a lot of these are kind of. You got to, you know, part of the art. We've talked about this with Ricky. We got to get Ricky on. We haven't had him on a little while. Drew. Um, the art, though, of this is finding the right contest, Cam, right? It's a big part of it. You know, there's different $4 ones. There's different $10 ones. There's different $8 ones. You have to be aware. All right, how much are they paying? How many people are in it? What's the entry? Exactly. Are the sharks in this one? Are they not in this one? I generally try to stay away. Like, I'm usually playing in, like, the $4 ones. You know, I've like, learned, basically, like, like yeah, the $4 the one is... Box and stuff don't work. They don't work because when you do really, really well in them, you win, don't like, win enough. as we talked Stupid. about, 18 a waste bucks. Of time. Yeah. yeah, I finished ninth in a damn European golf tournament with, I told you, with 2,000 people, and you win in $18. Like, that's unacceptable. So, yeah, you have to pick a little bit better. You got to spend more. I'm with you, Gabe. I think 3 to $4 or a little bit more, that's when you at least... It's got to get out of that. I'm done with the quarter jukebox and dollar contest. It just doesn't pay. The thing is, you know, I look at this. I like to swing for the fences. And, you know, I want to get in into big cash ones. But they're they're really, really hard to win. But the other ones are just sort of a waste of time. So it's a balance. But it's like playing the lottery every every day. You have a better chance of winning this than the lottery, at least. You know, one of these nights yeah. we can hit big. But, you know, you want to win enough at least to keep it going. 
You know what I mean? So yeah. at least now, like, I'm not going to blow it all tonight or anything. At least now I got 79 bucks. It gives me a couple of shots, $4 tournaments, $8 tournaments, and maybe one of these days uh, I can hit. I've come close. I've never won. I've never won outright. Um, we've never won outright. Like, we've, we've done well. We've been top 10. We had a good, uh, we've had some good NFL ones where the $20 turned into $1,400. Uh, that was our best one, 20 bucks for 1400 on NFL Sunday. Um, NFL Sundays, I'll throw like 200 bucks in. Like I'll play, I'll play a lot on Sundays, Cam. Like I'll play like, you know, four to six lineups and then, you know, four o'clock I'll go in again and I'll enter 20 bucks here and 20 there and blah, blah, you know what I mean? I'll throw it around and I yep. usually get money back. Like I like the NFL. I like NFL DFS a lot. NBA, that's awesome. I'm going to be honest. Without the help of Daily Roto, I'd be screwed. Like, it's only because I have the optimizer at my disposal that it's helping me. The optimizer is amazing. And I'm actually looking at, uh, I did a DFS lineup. I'm looking at the golf optimizer now for uh, the DFS golf that we'll talk about at the 6 o'clock hour. And, yeah, I'm just looking at it. Love a lot of the stuff that these guys are doing there. You said it, though. It's a, it's a mixture of having the tools in the optimizer and what they like projected by somebody who's watching the games like you, Gabe, and then you do a little bit of tweaking, and it's perfect. You have to have both. You can't win one without the other. You need the optimizer to help you because it takes out. You remember the baseball optimizer, man? When we were doing that thing with steam shrimps, we'd go through every single guy in the book, and it was like literally like a jackhammer was in my head. You definitely <laughs> need it for baseball, man. Like if you don't have the optimizer for baseball, it's like the commercial says, you're doing it wrong. You need it. You're not going to do it without it. Impossible. Yeah, you're right. You you can actually get by with, with football on your own. You can. I'm not but suggesting you need, it, but it's a good, it's a it good helps. tool. Yeah. Baseball, yeah. like football, impossible. though. You you know, you're like, all right, this. You know, people know. Okay, this running backs value that. You know, football's a little clearer. Baseball and even golf. You know, even 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 golf. It's it's yep. it's, it's it's a big help. Um, you know, baseball. I haven't played much uh, fantasy baseball this year. I don't mind betting on baseball, but quite frankly, I find playing D D DFS baseball a pain in the ass, dude. It is. Well, there's too many players. There's too many moving parts. You know, I it's agree. just it's like, annoying. When I do my uh, weekend fantasy update with Kurtz, and he's really good. He puts in he puts in probably he tells me he usually does about five lineups, five to ten lineups. He does an early slate for the one o'clock, and then the late slate, and I kind of get the best players from him but i do more focusing on the the baseball gambling and he's he gambles a little bit but he does a lot more dfs and even he'll tell you like winning winning money playing uh, dfs baseball it's a tough nut to crack game some of the best dfs players are there and the pools are deep very deep um there's a little bit of controversy in in washington right now because uh, dwayne haskins dwayne haskins will wear number seven the yeah, same number that uh, Joe, Joe Theismann wore. Theismann, which Theismann it's called not him and said it was cool, right? Didn't he say uh, it was I cool? Know. Yeah, yeah, he said it was all right. Then he took a little shot. A, took a little shot really? at him, though. That's not cool. Yeah, uh, Theismann said that Haskins needs to work on his English because uh, he said the league done messed up for letting him fall to 15. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, hey, Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're okay. You're worried about his English? Okay. Relax. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's little things like that, right, Gabe? You know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm all for Joe Theismann. You know, guy played the Canadian uh, football league, great Redskins, but you know what I mean? I really don't care. Like, he shouldn't be giving him tips on his verbiage. 
ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we sort of wonder why, like, uh, Joe Theismann doesn't have a TV gig or he's not around anymore. And I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's instances like this. Where you're like, oh, I Excellent. guess. I guess, you know, he, uh, I guess he is uh, upsetting uh, somebody. So, yeah, this is, you know, it's basically a non-story. I mean, it's not like the Washington Redskins think, like, you think of, oh, number seven, like it's some sacred number, right, with the Washington Redskins. (laughs) That's another thing, you know. They don't have it by the Raptors or whatever. He can do whatever the hell he wants. I got to be honest. Wear seven. Wear seven. It's fine. I I wouldn't want to wear number seven if I was Haskins. The last guy to wear number seven in Washington got his leg snapped in half. Like, yes, yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? I'd be yeah, like, no, I, do. I don't want to wear seven. No, I don't. Like, you know. Here comes Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> Snap. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> like now, and, and the thing is, the thing is, the Washington Redskins had two quarterbacks break their leg last year. Like, really? You want to tempt this and wear number seven? Actually, yeah. Well, think about yeah, Colt McCoy and Alex Smith got hurt, man. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. That's a recipe for disaster with the history too, and with Joe. Oh Mike yeah. Pettig- oh yeah, yeah. No, no, you no, wear no, number no, seven, no, he's gonna no. hurt his leg, and everyone's gonna go. It's oh. unbelievable. He wore number seven just like Feisman, and he broke his leg. Yeah. I'm telling you, if I was Snyder, I'd tell him, listen, kid, you're not. I know you want to wear seven because you wore to college and stuff, but yeah. you're not wearing seven. What did you wear in high school or whatever? Come up with a different number. Hell, even Michael Jordan wore number 45. You know what I'm saying? Like, you shook it up. <laughs> was it only yeah. 23? That's amazing when you really think about it, too. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't just Alex Smith. You said it. Like, Colt McCoy got hurt last year. And, man, what a quarterback. They all broke quarterback. their legs. Carousel, yeah. All leg injuries, too. Yikes. Yeah, so if I'm a quarterback and I'm the next quarterback after the last, you know, three guys who just broken their legs, I don't want to wear the same damn number. You're right. I love that story too. How like uh, the Giants are like, hey, you know, we we know what the Redskins are. Redskins, what the Redskins are doing. Redskins are like, they don't have a clue what the hell we're doing. Like, shut up. Like, you know, what I mean, these, these stories are just great. Like, it just it, it just never ends with these guys, man. It's like, yeah, I'm sure they knew exactly what was going to happen and what they were going to do and who they were going to draft. Like, give give me a break. Come on. All right, we're gonna. Uh going to replay Kenny Rice joined us this morning for those of you betting on the derby it's a must listen for those of you not betting on the derby screw you listen and uh we'll get back to the hockey basketball and everything else in between interesting political betting story too From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. weekday mornings from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time right here on the FNTSY Sports Radio Network as they get you caught up on all the previous night's action and prep you for the sports wagering day ahead. You can also watch the broadcast on YouTube, participate in the chat room, or watch it on Periscope, Twitch TV, or countless other over-the-top 
platforms. Become part of the show. Tune in for entertainment, the knowledge, and for all the extra money they will put in your pockets. That's Make It Rain with Joe Ranieri and Dane Martinez weekday mornings from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, let's uh, let's do this thing. Countdown uh, is on. It's a great time of the year to be a sports uh, fan and a uh, sports handicapper. Uh, with the uh, with the playoffs uh, going on, NBA, NHL, and of course, first Saturday of May, Cinco de Mayo means the uh, the run for the roses. And down the stretch, uh, they come. I've been looking forward to uh, the, this year's uh, race. We're going to be going over to the Meadowlands uh, racetrack, and uh, we'll be spending the day at the Meadowlands. We'll bet some ponies. Uh, we'll bet some games over at the FanDuel Sportsbook, and we'll be riding our uh, Florida Derby uh, winner, uh, maximum security is that's what, how we roll. We take the Florida Derby winner every year. Let's bring in uh, Kenny Rice right now to help us handicap and break down the Kentucky Derby, NBC Sports, and maybe we'll get a little MMA and get his take on uh, Brock Lesnar uh, retiring. Kenny, welcome to the program. Good morning. How you doing, man? Hey, Gabe, Joe, great to be with you guys. So fired up. Uh, thanks, uh, Kenny. We great to have you on. So we're fired up uh, for the race. What did you take away from uh, from the post positions uh, yesterday? What was the biggest takeaway after you saw where the horse is going to be starting? I don't think any of the stars in the deal got hurt. That would be maximum security in Omaha Beach, improbable game winner. Uh, they're probably where they want to be. The only one is Roadster, uh, who's way outside 17. Yeah, who's been talking nobody won from 17. Yeah. Of course, they've said a lot of nobody's done this, and they've done it in the last 10 years. You know, like nobody <laughs> ever had a unraised two-year-old in 100 years. How can he possibly win like Justify did? So, you know, that might be the only one because of his speed. He might be compromised a little bit, have to get out a little quicker. But it was uh, overall, I think, a pretty good draw that uh, all the contenders couldn't complain about. I agree. And, you know, it's funny, as you stated, too, that's the thing with, with sports handicapping and horse racing. I mean, it's always evolving. The goalposts are always uh, constantly moving. And, you know, growing up, Kenny, one of, the, one of the deals was you don't bet on the favorite at the Kentucky Derby. It's like, man, you don't want to be. Like, I remember, like, you know, I remember trainers, jockeys, uh, owners. No one wanted to be the favorite of the Derby in the old days. But, bam, last six Kentucky Derbies, the favorite's uh, cash tickets. It's never happened. Yeah, we talk about never happened. There has never been a string of six-in-a-row favorites win, even back in the old days. I think one of the big things is this point system. Uh, I think it's a fair deal now where they assign points instead of money earned uh, because some of that money earned stuff, you had some horses, yeah. maybe some speed horses that had won two-year-old races for big money uh, that didn't really factor in. I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. Or maybe we're really just having a string of some pretty good horses come along. I, I'm, I'm leaning more toward that uh, that emphasis that we've had some pretty good horses in the last few years, especially uh, Pharaoh and uh, Justify. Great horses. Kenny, I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about Mike Smith's decision. A lot has been made about him choosing uh, to ride Omaha Beach because, well, he's Mike Smith. He had a couple of options. But, you know, I don't think what a lot of people understand is behind the scenes, you know, the jockey-trainer relationships. And, you know, when somebody picks up the phone and calls you, you, you kind of feel obligated at some particular point to, to go with that particular owner or trainer. Are we making too much of his decision to go with Omaha Beach here? Well, I think the, the biggest part about that decision, I do think a lot of it's been made that, you know, some people that don't follow the sport, jockeys move around all the time because uh, it's one of the few professions, like, kind of like MMA uh, for the most part, or boxing, 
with a few exceptions there, if you don't run, you don't get paid. So Mike's got to look at what is best for him in this situation. I talked to Bob Baffert about it, who, you know, he jumped off Roadster to take Omaha Beach, and Baffert understands that's just the game. It's not like Mike Smith won't ride for him again this year, maybe in the Preakness, who knows, depending on the Derby. So, But I do think the, the biggest thing from a handicapping standpoint is when a Hall of Fame jockey like Mike Smith is handicapping this race himself, and he thinks that Omaha Beach is much is better at least, I don't know much better, but better uh, at this stage than Roadster, I do think that uh, is, is something that makes you focus a little more on Omaha Beach, even though uh, he's a terrific horse and maybe the best in this race. But uh, Big Money Mike jumps aboard. I think that ups it a little bit. Um, you know, it's it's tough to play meteorologist, uh, Kenny, uh, but it appears as though it's almost a stone-cold lock. It's going to be raining on Saturday, isn't it? Well, I'm going to be walking over, and I'm going to be on the backside all day, so I think that's pretty much a guarantee it's going to rain. It always does on me. It always rains. <laughs> so you're, 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 you're it. You know because you're going to be out there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even need the meteorologist to say, hey, you're on the backside and you're doing the walkover. And I said, okay. There's the mud splashing up on you and everything. You got the poncho on. (laughs) Yeah, so I I think it will be, you know, it looks like at least what they're saying is it's going to rain maybe enough to make it an off track. I don't know if it's going to be sloppy or muddy. uh, But, you know, and that's another thing that some horses haven't run in it, some good horses. But maybe, maybe. They can run in it. We don't know until they actually run in it. You know, we've seen some horses do that. I think I think the biggest horse that ever moved up on the rain was Gopher Jen when he won the Derby because he was strictly a horse that loved an off track. So, you know, going the way back machine, whenever he wanted, that was probably one of the horses that moved up the most on an off track. This year, I don't know if anybody uh, stands out. The War of Will is an outside shot was probably going to be one of the favorites prior to the Louisiana Derby, pulled a muscle coming out of the gate. He looks better now, and he, he has raced on a muddy track, uh, but so too is Omaha Beach. Exactly. And so too is improbable. So too is improbable. So, and then again, you may have somebody that's never raced in the mud. Maybe Game Winner loves the mud, and we just don't know it. We know he likes the track at Churchill. He won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile last year. As somebody that owned a, a harness racehorse, I learned there's a lot I don't know about how animals are going to react, Kenny. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Wayne Lucas said, uh, Wayne, the, the great trainer Wayne Lucas told me one time, said the thing with all these thoroughbreds, they get up every morning and try to figure out a way to hurt themselves. And you got to kind of keep ahead of them. <laughs> it's so true. What do you... What do you make, uh, you know, Kenny, of the uh, the final fractions theory from a handicapping standpoint? I mean, I was at the Florida Derby. It was the slowest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And um, it's very hard to decipher from the Derby, uh, from the Florida Derby, what we're going to get at the Kentucky Derby. I mean, who's the speed going to be? Is, is anybody from the Florida Derby at this point in this race? Are they going to be able to compete for the front of that uh, front of the race in there at the Derby? Yeah, you know, that's a great question, and it, I think it's a puzzling question every year, you know, about this. There's an old adage around the track that time only matters when you're behind bars. And mm-hmm. uh, I kind of think that's a little bit, I don't get too excited. Uh, you know, maximum security did what he had to do down in the Florida Derby. Well, you're running against the other horses, as, uh, right, Kenny? You're going to race? You're not, yeah, yeah I mean, you're you know, racing a race to beat the other horses in that race, uh, right? Yeah, and he didn't have to use him maybe like he can use him. I don't know. On paper, you figure that uh, 
it sets up for like improbable or Omaha Beach. Obviously, there are horses that'll be there. I don't know who the, the you figure Roadster. How much that 17 position is going to matter? Will he get out there? There's going to be some cheap speed early. Uh, probably, I don't think anybody's going to have a factor in that race because uh, everybody that's on a real contender is not going to be sucked in, and all the contenders basically are stalking the pace. I will right. say. And I've known Jason Service for a long time, and obviously know, know his brother, John, who had Smarty Jones. I believe that Jason Service has a great shot in here, and in all respect to him, if this were Bob Baffert bringing this horse in or Todd Pletcher, maximum security would probably be the favorite in this race. I, I, people might be overlooking him, and at 10 to 1, I heard you guys mention you, you always go with the Florida Derby horse. This year, I think that's a pretty good horse to go with. Uh, I, I believe that maximum security is going to be in the top two or three. And, uh, and you know, service is a guy that I don't think would just show up to show up. He doesn't have that kind of ego that he has to be in the Derby. This is only the second one. And he's been doing great down in Florida. So I think he'll have him tuned and ready to go. Now, I know that blindly betting a, you know, okay, I bet the Florida Derby. And I'll bet some other horses. But it goes back to the Thunder Gulch days, guys. And I had Thunder Gulch to win the Florida Derby. And then, boom, he was like 22 to 1 in the Kentucky Derby. And, you know, the rest is history. We know, you know, the run that he went on. So I've sort of sentimentally gone back to that over the years. And quite truthfully, in recent memory, been very successful. And you know, Joe, you've been in a lot of these Florida Derby races. But I want to ask you, Kenny, not from, let's say, a professional standpoint, but from an old school, you're with your boys at the track having a cigar and a drink. And, like, do you have any sort of personal... Yeah, it might not be the smartest thing, but I like to bet the San Anita horse. I like to bet the Arkansas, or I like to bet this jockey blindly. Do you have any sort of superstitious Kentucky Derby bets that you make every year? Well, I've never been accused of being a smart gambler. But, uh, <laughs> Neither have I. You know, that, hasn't, that hasn't stopped me. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this. I threw this out to a couple of my friends. They go, well, yeah. And I said, no, obviously it fits in this year with Omaha Beach and maybe with Tacitus that Bill Mott trains. But I said, you know, look back. I remember interviewing Charlie Whittingham when he came to the Derby Land in 86. And I mean, he was a Hall of Fame trainer. He had never won the Derby. I think of Mac Miller with Sea Hero, Hall of Fame trainer, never won the Derby. Uh, Carl Mapsker wasn't in the Hall of Fame at that time, but he was an old bull rider, and you wonder why is he showing up. And then I remember this uh, kid with the premature white hair named Baffert that came in with Cavanier and almost won it, and then came back and won it with uh, Silver Charm and Real Quiet. And the point of that is, I do, I don't know so much superstitious, but I think it's worthy of a look that when a guy like Mandela comes in or Bill Mock comes in, because they don't make annual appearances, they're not Pletcher and Baffert and like Lucas used to be trying to win this thing every year, yeah. uh, that you do have to give another look at them. And, you know, kind of the same with Neil Drysdale when he won with Fusaichi Pegasus. You know, there's a guy that doesn't, set his calendar to the Kentucky Derby every year. So the, the fact that Mandela's in the Derby and is really very confident, not he's not an overconfident guy ever, but he, but he has a confidence about him. I interviewed him last week for this podcast I do, and uh, I, I really think that that says a lot. And the same with Billy Mott. Uh, you know, they'll bring in all the stats that uh, nobody since uh, funny side, no three's been able to come out of the wood and, and win the Derby, but uh, Tacitus is, you know, it's a pretty good price, and I don't know if he can win it, but I think he's going to figure in the mix. I think there's three, four horses that are going to figure in the mix, and, and maybe even five, and Tacitus would be another one of those. And a lot of it's because I think Bill Mott is, uh, you know, serious about not just showing up. 
Mm. And how about win, 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 man, in the exotics? That's what every, That's what I'm being told. You agree? Well, win, win, win's become that horse now. You know, every year there's that now horse. There's that wise guy horse. <laughs> and win, mm-hmm. win, 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 win is the horse now. I'm trying to think the last time somebody gave me a great tip that, you know, I'm one of those horses that was the now horse. Yeah, that's what I was going to think. How's it all work out on those hipster horses? <laughs> Not usually. Well, you know, I mean, I, I'm trying to, you know, no, nobody, nobody gave me one that said, uh, no, nobody, nobody gave me one that said Thunder Gulch, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I should have called you. I should have called mm-hmm. Dave and Joe. I got lucky. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, I think win, win, win is a horse that's getting, getting some attention. I don't know if he's going to – I don't think he's going to win the race. I'll say that. Maybe he gets up for fourth place. Maybe he jumps into supers. When you start talking about supers, you could probably – you know, you got to be careful. You know, money management, you can wind up putting like nine, ten horses in your super. And, yeah. uh, you know, but if, it, if you get – considering some of the odds this year, if you get a uh, – Maximum security, who I think probably will be around eight to one. I don't know if he's going to drop a whole lot from the morning line. Uh, you know, maybe then you you'll have a decent payoff. But uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not on the win 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 bandwagon just yet. Kenny, great stuff. We really appreciate you taking the time to be with us uh, this morning. Enjoy uh, race week, and we'll see you Saturday on TV. And I think there's a better chance that Brock will retire, unretire, retire, unretire. <laughs> then we'll be able to nail the super factor. Yeah, I, I, he's exactly. He's <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> a long way to go before we see the end of him. Thanks, Kenny. Hey, a pleasure, guys. Thank you. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Level two winding down. Game time decisions. Fantasy Radio. Fantasy Network. I have Fantasy iHeart Radio. Excellent interview. Excellent interview. Rice is awesome. Uh, Man, you got me. I got to hand it to you guys in the morning. You've been getting some really good gets with those uh, interviews. Like, he was fantastic. And it's, I really, really like what he had to say, Gabe, about both of our horses. Tacitus is like a dog. He talked about him as a dog. And I agree with Bill Mott. Bill Mott's not one of those guys like Bafford. He doesn't need to be there. He doesn't show up all the time. And when he shows up with a horse, I take notice. It's very, very important. So I hope uh, both of our horses uh, have a factor in this race. Yeah, we're gonna have to um, we're gonna have to uh, throughout the week narrow it down and uh, come up with some exotics, couple of trifectas, swing for the fences uh, a little bit. Uh, for the record, uh, my Uber driver. Uh, told me that uh, about 27 years ago or so that he won a uh, trifecta at Monmouth. And for some reason, he remembered it was 11-3-4. So he said, take 11-3-4. Although I have to wonder about his horse racing expertise, considering he picked me up at no. the Meadowlands and was unaware that it was the Meadowlands. 11-3-4, that's a great magician. The four horse is 50-1. to one. He'll probably finish dead last. If, if, if he actually comes top like five or six, that's a miracle. I don't standard. have a choice, but to play it. Yeah, you got to play it for like a buck. Do a dollar pry box with his picks, and if it if it so hits, what, you what win the other horses? 20. Yeah. Yeah. So what did he say? Give me the numbers again. Eleven three four. 
11 uh, is that horse that Bob from Boston likes, Eichel. He's 20 to 1. Kind of a lot of question marks with that horse there. Uh, by my standards, I don't I don't mind that horse at all. The three. Yeah, four, Gray Magician. No, that horse uh, will probably finish close to last. But you got to play it. You know, Bob's pick is going to win, of course. Like, uh, we're going to yeah, be so kicking ourselves. Ah, he said Heichel. Yeah. He said Heichel. If we... If this Heichel horse wins, like we're gonna lose our mind. So your Uber driver and Bob from Boston like Heichel. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but my Uber driver was just throwing darts with numbers. Yeah. A lot of guys do that, and it works sometimes. Bob, Bob's a serious handicapper. <laughs> serious horse capper. Bob does go to the track. Tommy asking uh, what I'm going back to Atlantic City. I liked Atlantic City, but. Uh, I don't have any trips to the AC on the radar.